0: This is a SJC Radio production.
1: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
0: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt.
1: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio.
1: Welcome to Pit Stop. Um, I normally start off by saying, welcome to episode whatever of series whatever. Yeah. Gone slightly wrong with the counting. Why? Because last week I said it was episode six, but we haven't been back at school for six weeks. This is not a seven-week half term. So I've I've got my counting completely wrong. We're going to have to call this one episode seven, only because last week's was episode six. But we, this isn't the seventh episode. So I, I've gone... Obviously I, obviously, I can't count. Never mind. Now, let's start off with... I call it Motorsport Matters. This is where we yeah. um, correct any mistakes we made from the previous week. Now, last week, Finn, you were talking about the what we call the Nürburgring Nordschleife, the 14-mile-long yeah. Nürburgring layout. And you said... Uh, the lap record was held by, I forget his name, but it's in a Porsche 911. They, can't you? Now, now, I said to you, oh, no, I said, hold on, Finn, I said to you, well, hold on, the lap records held by Roman Duma in a Porsche 919. Turns out we're both right. Um, because what you gave us last week was the lap record by a road car. So you were right, yeah. uh, and I was also right, that the, the outright lap record by a race car is the, the 919 Porsche Hybrid, uh, driven by Roman Duma. So that explains that slight mix-up or confusion about Nürburgring lap records. I said last week uh, I didn't think there was any international races on, but I also said I couldn't access the motorsport calendar. As it was, uh, there was a pretty big race. It was the Kyle Army track that you like, Finn. Yep. Nine hours. Uh-huh. Now I assumed, as we we're in 2022, that was that that was the first round of the 2022 uh, GT World Series. Uh, it turns out it was actually the last round of the 2021 GT World Series because. It was, it was supposed to be held, I don't know, maybe it was back in November or whatever. But I think it was cancelled d- due to COVID. It must have been because of the Omicron thing. Yeah. And the championships hadn't been decided. So they ran it last weekend as the final round of the 2021 championship. The grid was very small, actually. There's only about 12 or 13 GT3 cars in it. Um, it I, I watched bits of it. I watched it. You can watch it live on, on YouTube. What was interesting is when it got to the night time, it, the circuit is literally pitch black. Uh, yeah. well, if you go to Le Mans or, or any other 24-hour race, most of these racetracks have lights around the circuit, so it's not it's not pitch black. Kyle <coughs> Army has no lighting. So once it got dark, you literally couldn't see anything. But they, yeah, Kyle Army is a great track. It's one that, that you like a lot. And uh, it's quite watchable, the Kyle 9 hours. So I'm assuming there'll be another Kyle 9 hours at the end of this year. I'm assuming that's the case. Right, uh, moving on. Finn, is there any news? I've got a feeling that there is. Okay, so... What do we got?
0: We have uh, Lando Norris has uh, re-signed with McLaren to 2025.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: And I have...
1: Have you got all the... I've got all the launch dates. All the launch dates. So they're coming thick and fast, aren't they? Yes. Okay, so so, okay off you go.
0: On the 9th, which is when we're filming this, it is... Oh, it's the 9th Today. today. So, this is. At I 5 guess. o'clock today, it's uh, the Red Bull launch. In one hour's time? Yeah.
1: So, so oh, yeah. But, you, when, you,
0: but when, you, when, when everyone's hearing this, stuff, it's, already <laughs> um, it's already happened. It's already happened. It's quite obvious. a lot to have. Yeah. So, the fourth was has that was boring. It oh, was on, exactly no, 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 the same. no,
1: no, 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 that, no. That was the colour scheme launch, not the car launch.
0: Yeah, no, but it's the. This,
1: this, <sighs> no, no, that was the colour scheme. That wasn't the new car. That was the new colour scheme, which looked the same as the old one to me. but.
0: Yeah, it did. Yeah. That's what I mean. But, but that's not
1: the new car. That was the yes, new... Yes.
0: But it's ridiculous because it looked exactly the same. It's
1: a bit daft having a colour scheme launch. I think it's a bit daft. Yeah. To just launch the car. Like, carry on, Finn.
0: Then we have the Red Bull on the 9th, which that's, is now... That's, that's
1: our today. That's our today. Yeah, we yeah.
0: said that. Um, the Aston Martin, which is 10th. Oh, right. Yeah, OK. McLaren, 11th. Oh, OK. <sighs> Towery is the 14th.
1: Oh, we've got a bit of a gap, yeah. Yeah.
0: Then there's Williams on the fifteenth. Yeah. Then on the seventeenth, there's Ferrari. Yeah. Then eighteenth, Mercedes. Twenty-first is Alpine, and twenty-seventh is Alfa Romeo.
1: Big gap between the Alfa Romeo and, and the previous one. Yeah. Right. So, are you going to be? I know this by the time that people hear this, this will be old news. Mm-hmm. But are you going to be watching that Red Bull launch live? in?
0: No, Would do be ba- Hold done. on,
1: would you be back at home in time?
0: Yeah, it takes me like
1: 10 minutes. Okay. But, yeah,
0: probably. Good.
1: So, you are quite excited about it, though, aren't you? You are excited no, about it.
0: I'm not really, because it's a Why Red Bull. Yes. Red Bull is a dark blue car
1: ah, yeah, with
0: stickers on, pretty much. You, you are right. But it's... There's nothing that will change. Well, well no, it, it will
1: look very... Di- the actual design will be different because the new regs, but you're saying because it's in Red Bull colours, it won't look that much different purely yeah. because the colours
0: scheme um, the same. anything, if anything, anything will change, I think either the Alpha Tauri, Alpine or Williams.
1: You think they'll look the most the different? Because Williams
0: are always different, though.
1: No? Yeah. So are we talking, what, because of sponsors or do you just think they'll be... Uh,
0: no, the, the Alpha Tauri, Alf, Alpine will look different because of BWT. So pink...
1: Oh, hold on. So, BWT is sponsoring LP? Yeah. because that's so going to be pink and blue? Omar, when whatever his name is. So it's going to be pink and blue? That'd yeah. be interesting. Okay. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day, so, so, the big, one of the big rule changes is that we're, we've got ground effects. That's, that's the really big change. Let's see, I remember. So, we're going from no ground effects uh-huh. to ground effect cars. So, that's why they'll look different. One of the reasons why they look different. See, I remember... Back in 1983, so this time, don't know how many years ago that was, quite a few years ago, um, we, we did the complete reverse. So up to 82, we had ground effects, 83 they were banned, so we went from ground effect cars to non-ground effect cars. Um, and what was interesting about that is the cars all looked radically different, radically different from, well, from the 82 cars, but also made different from each other. Um, I, I doubt whether we'll see uh, such differences uh, this time around. They'll probably all look much the same, won't they? But I I was just thinking this is a reversal of of what happened in '83. Right, we're moving on. We haven't got a great deal to talk about. Um, You know what
0: I would like to see? And I thought I'll be funny. I know it will never happen again. What's that? Uh, um, BAR, when do they have two different liveries?
1: Oh yes, that was in. That would be funny because uh, that was in 1999. We talked yeah. about that before when they had the two two different
0: livery. The different... They had to stick into one that looks
1: stupid. Yes, because you're not you're not allowed to have two different liveries, two different liveries on your two cars. They have to be identical. But they had that bar wanted to advertise two different cigarette brands, so they put one on one side of the car, one on the other. I I don't. I'd call that an asymmetrical. Colour scheme. I, I don't, don't like asymmetrical.
0: I, I, I think it would quite cool. two
1: different. I'm not a big fan of asymmetric colour schemes. I mean, we had an asymmetric colour scheme on the Rebellion car in the World Endurance Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, uh, year before last, it was I think black one side, white the other. I, I don't like asymmetric colour schemes. I like to be symmetrical. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, very good. Now we're going to move on to. We haven't got a huge amount to talk about this week, but let's advertise this now. Next week, when we're on half-term, we're doing a half-term special recording. Finn, what's ex- exciting about that recording we're doing next week?
0: Oh, we are talking to Two. a Red Bull dude. I've gone what he is, Levy me check. I think
1: he's, is he ele- an electronics chap? We're talking to one of the, the Red Bull team anyway. So we're going to have one of the Red Bull team members uh, on our show next week. It's going to be interesting because I think he's an electrical engineer. Am I right? Uh, Okay. Yeah, an
0: electronic
1: Electronics engineer. So um, it'll be interesting next week because if all goes to plan, I'm going to be talking from Italy. If all goes to plan, I've got to pass a lateral flow test on on Sunday evening. Well, I hope you do, well, well if, if I don't pass it, Finn, I might I might be crying. So let let's that, hope. So, Is I'm that just, are you
0: going with school? Uh,
1: no, that that that's that's the the end of term. So let's hope I'm speaking to you from the slopes next week. Anyway, right. Um. So that should be a really really good show. Right. Moving on. Uh, Finn, i come up with a question to ask you. I think yeah. you've got a question to ask me as well. My question for you is this. Now, as you know, I quite like collecting model race cars. I showed you my Porsche 962, my Blaupon Porsche 962 yeah. last week. Um, my question to you is, if you could have any 118th race car, walk- what would you go for? One one walk- th- walk- well, 118th is the scale. So it's about so big.
0: Okay. If, right. if
1: if your parents said Finn, you know, we'll buy you any 118 scale race car for your birthday, what would you go for?
0: Right, I would get a I'm
1: assuming it's going to be a Formula One car. Likely. Okay, but not that okay. Carry on. Uh,
0: I would go for a. Uh. I don't know actually This is
1: quite tricky I, I I I would have thought You would have said A a, a Red Bull No really? Why
0: would I have said A Red Bull Well because
1: you, Well you support the team So I thought you'd like A so, Red Bull racing car So Okay so okay, I not... would
0: buy a I don't know This is really hard It is hard I would hard. get a That pink and white oh. car
1: the pink and white car. Yes. Is that the Porsche 935? I don't know. It was. When we looked at the Porsche 935, it's not the one that one day because you didn't like that one very much.
0: No, that was silly. It was a rocket ship. It looks
1: amazing. And it, it, does, it does look like a rocket silly. ship, and it looks amazing. If You're thinking of the Kramer Porsche 935K <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good choice.
0: If you looked at that, that car you sent on the team chat, I think if the sun was blind on that, you might be blind.
1: If, the, what, sorry, if the, the
0: sun was shining on that car, you might go blind.
1: On the pick and white car. The one
0: you put on
1: the TR, I'll never find it. Oh yes, yeah, so the the one from Daytona. Yeah. Um, now I was thinking, Finn, because um, I don't think I don't think that's a lovely car. Uh, he's just showing me the Daytona winnow again. I don't think that I finish with my buying model race cars no. because actually. You might have gathered that the Porsche 956 962 is my favourite car. Yeah. That company do a skull bandit liveried is I think it's the John Fitzpatrick.
0: I think if you can John
1: Fitzpatrick nine five six from nineteen eighty four in skull bandit colours, it's it's green and white. I know they do that. I think I might eventually purchase that, but but yeah, not well, now.
0: I think you should get you should get before the next thing you buy, because yeah. you are gonna, well, I, there will be another. Not a lot of money left. There will be another. Quite expensive. Okay. You should get one of the before you do anything. I think we should try and find you one of the cars you have the the boot of.
1: Oh yes, yes, I, I, I have looked for that. So I have. I was showing Finn the other day. I, I think we got it from the 2009 Spa 24 Hours. Yeah. Um, I was walking up at the end of the race. They, they were. We got onto the track. There. So we walked up. Uh, a rouge on, on the track. It's quite steep. I had my photograph taken standing at the hill up to Radion, and uh, we knew that there'd been quite a few crashes at Radion, so we walked behind the where the marshals are, and we found some bodywork from uh, I can't remember, it was it was one of the Corvettes. I've forgotten the name of the team now. It was kind of Brazilian liveried uh, Corvette, and I've got a bit of the boot. And my friend got a bit of the one of the sort of uh, I think one of the doors. I think one of the door panels, I think. Um, yeah, if that model was produced, if a company produced, unfortunately that car only raced in that one race. But if there was a version in that car, I would buy it immediately because I actually own a bit of that car. That's a very, that's a very good one, Finn. Well done. I, I would do that, Finn. You got a question for me, haven't you? So
0: what would your? I think. What I was thinking last night. Yeah. I thought I'll ask you a good question. Now, that question was, what would your dream yes. world endurance come to be?
1: Good. That's an excellent question. For now. I think there are six rounds in this year's World Endurance Championship. The last two rounds are at, I think, Bahrain uh, and Fuji. Uh. So I, I, I've thought about this before. My perfect. My ideal World Endurance Championship calendar would be, we'll start off, I think, at, we might start off at Silverstone, although the weather's not normally great in sort Uh of April time. We will definitely go to Monza. Monza is a brilliant venue. I've been there a few times myself. And then we'll probably go to Spa. Yes. Then we'll go to Le Mans. Okay. Okay. In fact, those three rounds there are in this year's calendar. It's after Le Mans where uh, we've only got two rounds left. I would go to... Uh, I would go to... Sochi. Not Sochi. No. I would go to the Nürburgring. Uh-huh. Uh, that used to be That used thinking. to be That's on the right, calendar. Right, it's right. a good venue for oh, the World Endurance. Right. Quite a few of the teams are based in Germany, so it makes sense to go to the Nürburgring. I would then... Fuji used to be a brilliant racetrack. In fact, it used to be... It always used to be... Well, it's still on the World Endurance calendar, but it's been on the, the calendar for many, many years. The old Fuji was a brilliant, brilliant racetrack. I and then they messed it up to get Formula 1 I don't like the New Fuji at all but I would go to Suzuka I'd go oh. to Suzuka instead of Fuji so that would be my there I'm th- going to make a slight adjustment here Finn because I've got Silverstone to start with but Silverstone April, the weather's not normally very good so I'm going to put Suzuka as my opening round and it used to be the opening round of the World Junior Championship I'm going to go Suzuka Monza Spa Le Mans uh, Nürburgring and then Silverstone that will be that is my dream World Endurance Championship so six brilliant circuits um, that's it thank you for that question Finn perhaps next week I might ask you about World team Formula 1 calendar but the trouble is when you've got 20 odd rounds um, that might take uh, a lot of time right uh, Finn we're moving on um the I see the quiz book is shut. Well
0: what what do you oh, want tell before
1: you find a question? I was watching GB News last night. Yeah. And I was watching it's called What's what Nigel Farage has a show on about it's about nine o'clock and it's called how is it called? Forgot what the name of the show is. But he was interviewing Lord Hesketh.
0: Uh, do you know? I, I do know who Lord Hesketh is.
1: So tell me a little bit about Lord Hesketh.
0: So Lord Hesketh was a rich guy yes, in he was. about 1976, and it, yeah. he funded a team called yes. Hesketh Racing, this is impressive. which James Hunt raced for. Yeah, very good.
1: Um, that's that's really impressive. And yeah. then
0: they go bankrupt because of oil.
1: Sorry. Well, what was interesting? You might be right there. Well, you know what I found was interesting. Uh, well, Nigel Farage asked some vague questions. He said, "What was James Hunt really like?" And Lord Hesketh said, "Exactly as as you you would imagine him to be." So, um, so, so the, the image when we think of James Hunt, you think about the film Rush. That's what he was like in, in real life—a real character, um, a lady a ladies' man, very charming, very sophisticated. Um, that's what it was like in real life. But there's another interesting thing that he said. He's talking about, I've I, I got a feeling, ben, you might have well check this for me. Did I think the Hesketh team folded. Because after 75, uh, Hunt went to recoup. I think the team folded at the end of 75. I think they ran out of money. I'm pretty sure that's the case because I know that James Hunt didn't have a drive after 75. Yeah. Um, if you just confirm that, I think Hesketh finished in 75. Now he was saying that they went to the states and they had um, they had meetings with Philip Morris. Philip Morris are one of the major tobacco companies who own lots of the of, of the major brands. And they had these you know conversations about you know getting sponsorship from Philip Morris. And Philip Morris said, "We're not going to sponsor you because you are too famous." Yeah, but isn't that surprising? Because nowadays, if you're famous, a sponsor will want to sponsor you. But back in the 70s, being famous put sponsors off. That's a bit weird. It is a bit weird. I, I'm just wondering whether the logic is, if, if Philip Morris were to sponsor Heskith, yeah. that people would, they would see, oh, that's a Hesketh, I don't know, perhaps... The celebrity of the team would somehow blind people to the sponsors' logos. I I don't know. But that was their reasoning for not sponsoring Heskitt. They said, the trouble is, you are are too famous. So back in the 70s, being famous um, was a disadvantage when it came to attracting sponsors. Today, um, it's what sponsors want, isn't
0: it? Just a bit of a random question. Yeah. What do you think of what can
1: yeah, very good, very good race track. It used to hold, hold the American Grand Prix up until 1980, and it, uh, it, hosts, it hosts IndyCar, it hosts uh, Ipsa Racing now. It is a very good circuit. It's got a lovely feature corner. They've got a, like an uphill, very fast S's, uh, which is a really nice sequence of corners. Yeah, it's a really really good racetrack. Well where did that random question come from, Finn? Did you I, don't just... I, just
0: I don't know I just with it Yeah, that's it. That's it. There's just there's two, there's
1: two ver- Yes, is is there. There's two versions of the track. You've got the short version which the NASCAR use. Yeah. And you've got the longer version incorporating what we call the boot. But yeah, it's a really, really good race uh, racetrack. That's good, isn't it? It is a very very good uh, racetrack. Excellent, Finn. Um The book's not open. Do you want to yes. just it is Do not ask a question. Is it? hopefully, uh, it's, hopefully it's 80s uh, Formula 1. Uh, oh, oh, 80s. Yeah.
0: That's right, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Don't take too long, Finn. I'm,
0: I'm just, okay, All right, here we go.
1: Just, just too far away. Just, just, just go what for it. What
0: team did Alex Caffey drive for in 1988?
1: Alex Caffey in 88. That's a really good question. Oh, gosh. i got a feeling. Oh, Alex Caffey in 88. I want to say Delara.
0: Yeah, uh, is right? Delara? Yes. Okay. okay. Right, right, right. Gosh, that's a
1: good answer. Give, give, just give you one more. Quite Who won life. the
0: 1989
1: Japanese Grand Prix? Yeah, that's a good question, Finn. you' do, do you know anything about the 89 Japanese Grand um, Prix, Finn? Give it. I th- do not. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a clue, Finn. Alan Prost net Senna. Oh, the crash. They crashed at the chicane. What it was was Alan Prost was in front of Alan Senna, and Prost had to keep Senna behind him. But Prost being such a fair driver, um, he's not very good at sort of playing dirty. And when he tried to block Senna, he did it really badly and he ended up crashing. Um, and then what happened is that Senna, mm-hmm. to get back on the racetrack, he did something which contravened Didn't the regulations. I've got a feeling when he got back on the racetrack, he sort of carried on down Didn't the slip rope. He, he went through Yeah, the, he did. He, he carried on. And cut out the exit of the chicane, and he was disqualified for that, and it was, you're right, he did lose the World Championship. The race was won by, uh, wasn't that Alessandro Nannini? It was. Uh, It must have been in the Benetton, am I right? I don't know, I didn't say. It
0: must
1: must be, Nannini was in the Benetton in 89. All right, do
0: you want another one? We can get one more.
1: I've done really well there. I, I, I ought to quit whilst I'm ahead. But give me one more.
0: Which driver stood in for Nigel Mansell in the 1988 Belgian Grand Prix?
1: I know the answer to that. That's Martin Randall it, Mar- it was Martin. It was Martin Randall I, I know it was. Yeah, Finn, tell me it, it was. was Martin it was Martin Brundle. I went to Belgium in '88 to start, not to the Grand Prix. I went to the um, World well, Junior Race, the 1,000 kilometres. That was my first ever. The '88. Spa, 1,000 kilometres. It's my first ever overseas race. The following year, I went to Le Mans for the first time. Back in 88, uh, it was quite wet, I remember, at Spa. We were able to walk around the whole circuit. You can do that now. But actually, we, we were able to walk on both sides of the circuit, which you can't do nowadays. Mm-hmm. And you know the inside of... You know Poo on the double left-hander? Do. And going down to the, the Fania Chicane. Yeah. So we walked... On the inside of that, not to be recommended because it's all it's all sort of marshy, yeah. and we got sort of very wet. Basically, uh, we got sort of yeah, it was just very very boggy. I remember the race was a very good race uh, won by Sauber Mercedes. They kind of dominated in in '88. Finn have I showed you my Sauber Mercedes socks.
0: No,
1: <laughs> haven't I? <laughs> really? No. Well, I made them at school. Um, I've got some socks. Um, which had the same colour kind of scheme as the the 887 Mercedes. Yeah, it was a very close run thing. It was quite a close finish. Seven Mercedes first, Silk Cut Jaguar second, but it was very exciting at the end. So I remember that well. Thank you for that question, Finn. Um, I think we're pretty much done. You've got to you've got to get home to get ready for the Red Bull launch this weekend. I understand it's Formula E, and I know you're not a huge fan of Formula E, but it's from probably the best circuit they race on, Where's that? which is the Mexico Formula E layout. It's not; they, it incorporates parts of the Formula One track. Where
0: were they last time? Because it looked like. Uh, last
1: time they were in Saudi Arabia. So it
0: looks. It looks that was it a street circuit. The one what, Jeddah.
1: No, it wasn't Jeddah. It was I forget. I forget where it was now. It looked
0: a lot like something from Cars Two.
1: It looked looked like a lot a lot from the set from I haven't seen Cars Two, but I think you your for that. But no, the, the, this. It's worth watching because the, the Mexico Formula Relayout is actually really, really good. Um, I'm sure there's other motorsport on.
0: Not a fan of Mexico, are you?
1: Uh, no, because the old Mexico... See, the trouble, because I'm so old, I saw all these racetracks in their original like the um, in their original form, and the old Mexico was excellent. It had um, a feature corner, Finn, was the perrotalda, flat-out, right-handed, backed corner to the start-finish straight. Um, yeah, it was a really. and What they had as well, they had a lovely series of kind of S bends um, leading back to the start finish rate, which were kind of banked and they got faster and faster and faster. I don't know why they had to, you know, redesign the circuit.
0: Did it look like that?
1: That yeah, that, that that is the old the old circuit. So you've got this series of, of S's here, um, getting faster and faster onto this little back straight before the Peraltada. If you look, at, I think it's I, I think it's the 1970 Mexican Grand Prix. I think it was 1970, or it might have been 73. I'm not sure. They had issues with spectators, um, sort of um, not staying behind the sort of fences so you got spectators pretty much sat right next to the tarmac yeah and I think it was the I'm gonna say oh, I might be 72 one of the early races of the 70s of Mexico you got spectators sitting literally right beside the tarmac
0: this isn't 62
1: this uh, well that that's your 62 layout the when it came back in 86 the layout was was slightly different But much, Mm. but a lot of it. Now
0: we got
1: this. Yeah, I mean it's it's still similar to the original one, but um, there's too many too many slow corners for my liking, and some of them are very very slow. So
0: the whole of sector three is pretty
1: bad. What's that? Whole Uh, of sector three. Yeah, mean the stadium section. I don't like that either. So this weekend, uh, Formula E. I think that's pretty much it. Um, So I think we're done for. We're done for this week. So please tune in to next week when we're going to have somebody from Red Bull on. We'll ask them lots of interesting questions. It should be very good. So until then, goodbye.
0: Bye-bye. This was an SJC Radio production. The writers and producers were Mr. Bird and Finn. The editor was Mr. Bird and the producer was Tom Russell. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Pitstop with Mr. Bird.